2: Nothing is more powerful than the connection between storyteller and audience. Over 100 million Americans listen to podcasts monthly, forming lasting connections with their favorite creators. Ad Results Media helps breakthrough brands join the conversation with advertising that feels authentic and organic. With over 20 years of expertise in the audio influencer space, Ad Results Media amplifies brands across thousands of shows, publishers, and emerging platforms. Be part of the story. Learn more at AdResultsMedia.com/story. That's AdResultsMedia.com/story.
0: I'm E.G. Marshall. Welcome to the sound of suspense. Welcome to the fear you can hear. Even before Phoenicians first sailed out of the Mediterranean and opened up the seven seas to mankind, the rolling waters of the world have boiled from their depths some of the greatest stories of adventure, romance, and mystery. And of all the stories dredged up from old Davy Jones' locker. I think my favorite is the strange and seemingly insoluble puzzle of what happened to the Annabella. How best to start the story. Oh, yes, of course, why not? Let's read from the log of the ship that found the Annabella becalmed in the doldrums. August 7th, 1865. Log of the Penguin, Captain Brisket commanding. No wind again this day as we drive through the doldrums, moving by paddle and steam to find becalmed a merchantman named Annabella. No answer to repeated hails. Sent Mr. Bascom to board her. His report as follows Not a living soul aboard. The boat's Still snug in the davits, the captain's table freshly set for six, the crew's meal warm in the galley, all shipshape. The log records an uneventful voyage with no clue as to why she should have been deserted. Not a living soul aboard, not even a rat. What can be the answer to the mystery of this ill fated ship I cannot even guess? I fear no one will ever know. Our mystery drama, Sea Fever, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars George Matthews and Brett Morrison. It is sponsored in part by the Kellogg Company, makers of Kellogg's Special K cereal, and by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser. I'll be back shortly with Act One. The Annabella set sail from Charlestown Harbor on the 13th day of July, 1865. Her captain was Josiah Adams, a huge and forbidding giant of a man. And all the rest on board were as choice a crew of cutthroats, thieves, and murderers as you could set between bulkheads. There was one woman aboard, and 19 men, including the cook and two passengers. And the mood of all of them was ugly. In the forecastle, the boatswain led the rumble. I tell you, Briggs, I saw them. Six of them. Running
3: down the after are like old Nick was after him. Six of them brigs.
4: I don't like it. When the rats leave a ship, it's a nasty sign.
3: No, I don't like much about this ship. Seven men
4: on the crew, Shanghai, no cargo aboard, and sailing on the 13th. Still, the bay is good. When we get it. If we get it. Now, you don't think we're the owner of one Oh, no, no. It ain't Mr. Ames that worries me. It's Captain Josiah Adams. Huh? Not
3: much gives yeah. a turn, but he does. I'm big. But he'd make twice of me.
4: More like an ape than a man. Strong as one, anyway. Yeah. Or like a bull. As you might say, if the liquor hasn't rotted his vitals. He's got a scowl on him like the colic was at him. <laughs> <clears throat>
3: colic. There's no colic that's eating him. Have you ever seen him without his
4: cap? Huh. How often does a fo'c'sle hand see a cap and bareheaded?
3: What do you mean? Just when I pipe Mr. Ames aboard. I went to his cabin to tell him the owner was on ship. He opened the door and I saw him. His head bald as a white turnip...
4: and his scalp as chewed up as the riptide off Chatham Light. I don't get you. They say he lost his last ship in Hudson Bay. He was washed ashore
3: and found his way back to the States overland. The Indians caught him and...
4: You mean... I... scalped him. And he lived. Uh, You see... So that explains his sour face He mightn't be a bad master at that uh, I wouldn't count on it I think his heart is as black as his skull is white Don't forget the rats There's are full of bells, you're trick at the wheel Let's not keep Mr. Peabody waiting Come on, what more do you know? <laughs> Watch ask the captain himself uh, I think you're full of wind I'd best get to the helm. If you're afraid to ask the captain, Briggs. Why don't you ask the mate? Just this way.
3: Tell me, Mr. Peabody, where are we sailing with no cargo? Why did we have to Shanghai half a crew? Take a look there, Briggs. Tell me. All bills
4: sounded and gone. Stand to the wheel. Aye, aye, sir, Mr. Peabody. Mr. Peabody, sir. Yes? It's like I... I was wondering to myself, as it might be, where are we headed for, sir? Africa. The Gold Coast. I knew it. I knew it in my bones. You knew it? Why did you ask? Have... It's black burden. That's what it is. Slave trade, ain't it? The slave trader's dead, I believe, Briggs. In America, legally. But not in Brazil. They still pay fancy prices in Brazil. That's what it is, I might have known. And if it is what you object? Me? (laughs) Not if the pay is high enough.
3: One question, sir? Any further questions or answers you'll have to get from the captain, Mr. Ames, or his fellow passenger, Mr. Rogers. After you've stood your watch. They're in the cabin, if you'd care to risk it. Ah, sir.
4: Uh. So it's blackbirding, eh? Just what Christophson guessed.
3: Wine, Rogers? Sherry from Spain. Sharpens the appetite before dinner.
0: Something will have to wet mine. This miserable tub rolls like a horse in mud.
3: <laughs> well, you'll soon get your sea legs. A small need of them I'll have where I'm going. You'll need them to get there. To the Gold Coast, Mr. Rogers.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> the Gold Coast, heat and dust and flies and traffic in human bodies. Slave trader Rogers, a fine job for a fine gentleman.
3: Would you prefer a prison cell? The past is dead. I stole from you and was caught. You let me choose whether to rot in jail in poverty or in Africa in luxury. I chose the second. Now, in heaven's name, let's forget the first. Gladly. More wine. As much as you desire. Uh, there's no lack of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: More than enough for the voyage.
0: If the captain doesn't drink it.
3: Captain Adams prefers a lustier brew. He must be the biggest man I've ever seen. And that head... I, uh, I wouldn't refer to it in front of him. He's tender about that scalp pit. Oh, I wouldn't blame him. How he ever survived—tribute to his magnificent constitution. The man is all steel. <laughs> Not all. What? No, he has at least one soft spot. Hmm. Oh, oh, is you—you uh, mean his wife? Well,
0: you know, the old legend is that it's bad luck to have a woman aboard. A woman aboard.
3: Are you trying to tell me that Mistress Adams is aboard this ship? Why, of course. I thought you knew. This is no place for a woman. Oh, damn it, Rogers, I won't have it. The woman must be put ashore. I want to talk to the captain immediately. If you want the captain, you'll
0: find him on the bridge. How do you know? Ah, my reputation as a ladies' man, Mr. Ames. Remember, I make it a point to determine first when the lady is available.
3: You better be joking, Rogers. I wouldn't give that for your life if Captain Adams discovered you toying with his wife.
4: Wind's freshening, Captain.
3: That's God's worry and mine, Seaman, not yours. Hold it to the point. Aye, aye, sir. Uh, Captain Adams. What is it, Mr. Ames? A word with you, sir. No. What? You heard me and get off my bridge. No one sets foot behind the wheel except that my orders are invitation. Give okay, me sir, I take on bridge at your attitude. Take what you will. My only concern when I'm on this bridge is the sailing of this ship. Now will you take yourself off it? I'll meet you after the watch. Six bells in the saloon, and you can have your word with me. I'm afraid that's not good enough, Captain. You forget. Good enough or not, it will have to serve. Now, will you go below, or do I have to throw you off bodily? What time is it, Michael?
4: Oh, Captain says six bells for you and Mr. Rogers and the mates. He and his lady will eat later. Well. Huh?
3: They don't join us?
0: No, sir. Really? Neither one? No, sir. Curiouser and curiouser. Why is this lady so afraid for us to meet her?
3: I couldn't care, less. She won't be with us long enough to trouble about it. Well, still, it's intriguing.
0: Whitey, you've shipped with the captain before. Is it always like this when his
4: wife is aboard? Mistress Annabella has never sailed with the captain.
3: Ah, till this time. And this time will be a short voyage. Tell me, Whitey.
0: What does the lady look like? Is she fair? Dark?
3: Mighty. You talk too much. This is the last time I warn you. Now, hustle those old bones of yours to the galley and tend to your own affairs. Aye, aye. You want to know what my wife looks like, Mr. Rogers? Oh, a natural curiosity, surely? Then let me satisfy it. Once and for all, Annabella is as lovely as I am ugly. Ah,
0: and we are not to meet the lady?
3: No, we dine alone, tonight and always. One further word to you, Mr. Rogers. My wife is on board this voyage... because I've decided that I will never go anywhere without her... nor will she go anywhere without me. We cling to ourselves, Mr. Rogers... And need no other companionship. I want you to understand this very clearly. You need have no fears for your wife's privacy. For by tomorrow, I want her off the ship. What? I'm ordering you to turn about. You could have saved time and trouble had you let me tell you earlier on the bridge. Turn about for where? Back to port. I don't want your wife on board. This voyage has begun. The course is set and it will not... Be changed. May I remind you, Captain, that this is my ship? This is my ship, Mr. Ames. My ship. From port to port. Your ship in the harbor, mine on the sea. My ship. Here I give the orders. Here, I expect to be obeyed. In the name of all that's reasonable, man, in view of our business, can't you see this is no place for a woman? There's only one place for Annabella. My wife remains at my side. But on a slave ship... By my side, do you hear? By my side. Now, we'll hear no more of this. Or by the living God, owner or not, I'll clap you in irons.
4: (laughs)
0: So began the voyage of the Annabella. Distrust and fear below and tween decks, with bad luck hoping in the shrouds like a storm gathering. Her bow cut the water with good speed, but it was towards the wake the crew's eyes turned. For the legend is that Davy Jones swims the wake of any vessel marked for his locker on the bottom of the sea. I'll return shortly. With Act Two. For the first week, the Annabella sailed southeast by south, beating down towards the tropics. The crew still grumbled, and Rogers strove to drown the irresistible temptation to try and catch a glimpse of the captain's wife by drinking steadily two things served to deter him. The captain's wary vigilance and his fear of the sheer brute strength of the man. But once the ship veered due east and the mounting seas demanded more and more of the captain's time on deck, Roger's courage and desire began to grow. Well, It's time to turn in. Really? What time is that?
3: Oh, eight bells. I'd take a turn on deck if the sun wasn't down. Step. I'm for my bunk in a book. And you? Oh, well, the only book I care to open is the closed one that lies astern of us. Uh, if you're wise, you'll steer clear of both the captain and his wife. And that Spanish sherry, it's stronger
0: than it seems. Mm. Good night, Rogers. Good night, Mr. Ames.
3: Good evening, Captain. Off to the bridge. Uh, it's making up some dirty weather out. I won't sleep much this night. Patten down tight, Mr. Ames. We may be taking some seas. Are you now for bed, Rogers? No, Captain.
0: I'm not quite finished the bottle.
3: I'd take it with me to my bunk if I were you. It'll be safer on your back when the swells begin to lift. Aye, aye, Captain. You'll bring us through safe and sound, won't you? I won't leave the bridge till I know all's secure. I want you to sleep sound this night, Rogers. (laughs) Who mans the wheel, Mr. Peabody? Hazard, sir. Soundest hand we have. And the second mate mans the bridge? Aye, aye, sir. Good enough. Follow me aft. Right, sir. Here. Help me to move this hatch. Yeah! Uh, that's well enough. i will batting down tight when I've dropped through. Make sure she's watertight. Hi, Isa.
2: Onto the bridge.
3: I intended you to think so, Annabella. Disappointed to find me back so soon?
2: Disappointed? No. But how did you come back?
3: Through the stern hatch. But why? I had my reasons. You're sure you're not disappointed that I returned?
2: No, dear.
3: You don't find it lonely shut in here in the cabin? Well,
2: Sometimes. I'd like to go on deck and feel the fresh salt breeze on my face. And meet the crew or the passengers, perhaps? Perhaps. At least the passengers. The owner of the ship and... Mr. Rogers, isn't it?
3: You know his name. Whose name? Rogers. You said it just now. How did you know his name? But I...
2: But you've mentioned it to me yourself, Josiah. How else would I know?
3: Anne. Anne, you love me, don't you? Of course, Josiah And you'll never leave me? Never Oh, forgive me, please, my dearest You mustn't mind my jealousy At Rogers, I see that look in his eyes A hunger A burning hunger for the sight of a woman And the feel of her body beneath his hands Annabella, you knew his name
2: if you've been deceiving I've never me, never even seen the man. How can you accuse me of ever forgetting I'm your wife? He... What is it?
3: Someone's coming to the cabin. Who is it? I don't know. Who is it?
2: Josiah, what's in your mind? Whoever it is, I swear. I...
3: Go in the inner cabin. But, I... but you. Do as I
0: say.
2: Very well, Josiah.
0: Mistress Adam, are you alone? Come, come, I know you are.
3: I saw the captain off to the bridge for the night. Would you allow me to introduce myself? Thomas Rogers, gentleman, at your service. Can I persuade you to share tonight's vigil and join me in a glass of sherry? Oh, how kind of you. The sight of a pretty face. A uh, pretty <laughs> face, Rogers? Captain Adams. Mine was not the face you expected to see. Oh, you see, I, I thought you'd gone to the bridge. So you did. Won't you come in? Well, I think perhaps... Ah! I said come in. You wanted to meet my wife, didn't well, you? Well, yes, I, I must... But not with me present, right? Believe me, Captain, you, you do misunderstand. Oh, no, Rogers. The misunderstanding is all yours. Your first sea voyage, you said... You should have said your last! No! No! In the name of! In the name of oh, God! My wife! Do you hear me? Mine, and no one shall touch her but me! No one will take her from me! No one! A...
2: what happened? I heard her a...
4: Oh, you killed
2: him!
3: I should have snapped his neck like a chicken. But I wanted him to suffer. But
2: how could he? He was nothing to me.
3: No one shall have you but me.
2: Josiah, aren't you afraid?
3: Afraid? The owner,
2: the crew, everybody on board. When they find they out... They
3: will find out. No one knows he's here. He'd make very sure of that. His body will go out the stern window and into the sea... Men have fallen overboard on a rough night like this, especially drunken men. No one will know what happened to him except you and me. Ah, trim her a little, Briggs. You're losing wind. Bring her nose up, man. God, bless you for a clumsy fool. Here, let me have the wheel. Aye, uh-huh,
4: sir you lost way on her. Sorry, Captain, the wind just veered a couple of points. Sailor should smell a wind change.
3: Yes, but, but I I, I save to... Save your excuses. Do you think you can hold her on this tack? Uh, just try me, Captain, sir. Here, yeah, then. But keep her running, oh, or... Captain bike. Yes, Mr. Ames? I with you below I can't leave the bridge. Have I your permission to join you? If you insist. <laughs> Sir? I thought you were below. Are you in my cabin? Well, I knocked at the door. There was no answer. Are you inside? Of course not. It's not my custom to invade the privacy of yeah. us. My wife is resting. I, I didn't want her disturbed. What is it you want?
4: Can we get out of this cursed wind?
3: I don't want to leave the wheel. This fool handles it like a landlubber.
4: You can trust me, Captain.
3: I wonder. The half rail. Strange.
4: Leave the way, Captain.
3: Over here on the lee side, you'll find the breeze a little more to your liking. You know, I, uh, I've i been concerned since Mr. Rogers' mysterious disappearance last night. Mysterious? A drunken sot who never found his sea legs? I warned him to steer clear of the deck. We did every mortal thing we could to find him. Yes, it. I know, I know. But without him now to leave as my agent on the Gold Coast, I... Go on. Well, it's deuced awkward. Without someone to recruit the next batch after we leave, there's little point in continuing on. So, you think we should put back for America? Or the uh, nearest port where I can pick up a suitable man for replacement. And perhaps put my wife ashore. Well, since you mention it, I, uh, I... I don't trust women too much in a business like this. They, uh... They, they talk too much. Just drop her at whatever port we touch. Oh, I should be glad to make sure she's suitably settled, if you wish it. If I wish it? Do you take me to be mad, Mr. Ames? Mad? Why... Believe me, sir, nothing... Don't you think I see through your childish subterfuge? Leave Annabelle with you while I sail off to the ends of the earth? No, no, please, I... I... You, too, trying to steal her away from me. But you can't have her any more than Rogers could. Captain, your, your wife means nothing to me. I'll make sure she doesn't. Just as I made sure with Rogers... And it was you who... Yes, I killed him with these two hands. And he disappeared, just as you will. No, no! Uh, she's uh, mine. Uh, Only mine. Uh, Only uh, uh, no one can have her uh, but uh, me. Uh, uh, into the sea, Ames. Like Roger's... <laughs> the sea can hold her
4: secrets Are you all right, Captain? I-, I thought I heard a... Riggs, sp- I told you to mind that wheel Well, I put the lash on it, sir I thought I heard a cry you and said
3: I... said I could trust you
4: Well, you can, sir well, where's Mr. Ames? He's left, why? Well, it was just that I thought I heard a splash and... Oh I... I... I-, I- you-, you can trust me, sir No, no Captain let
3: go. I will
4: not trust you with the wheel. No, no, Captain. I wouldn't Captain.
3: trust you with no. my
0: life. Two more overboard. Nineteen men the Annabella sailed with. And now there were seventeen. Evil men. All of them. And Davy Jones swam the wake, waiting for them. For the captain, mad with imagined jealousy, had crossed the line of sanity. His obsession convinced him that he would know no peace till everyone on the Annabella was gone, save himself and his wife. I'll be back shortly with Act Three. wall that blew up so suddenly on the Annabella proved to be a full fledged hurricane that so fully occupied all aboard that there was no time to question missing men. Indeed two other hands were blown out of the rigging or shaken loose before the Annabella found calm waters in the eye of the storm. Now again discontent grows in the forecastle. The talk of a haunted ship resumes. The word mutiny is on everyone's lips.
4: Mr. Peabody. Mr. Peabody, sir. Oh, uh, dinner's so early, Whitey? No, sir. It's... Uh, it's mutiny. What? You heard me, sir. Mutiny. And about to break out. Oh, no, Whitey. Folks are grumblings. You know it's all talk. They wouldn't dare. Mr. Peabody, sir, I've been at sea, man and boy, for over 60 years. I know when it's talk. They say the ship is cursed. Who says? The bosun, sir, Christophson. He says he saw the rats leave the ship before we sailed. And for an old wives' superstition, he's ready to mute. It's a great deal more than that. There's five men lost already. I'm aware of that. And most of all, it's the captain's wife. Bad luck with a woman aboard, particularly one that he keeps it away. Well, do they expect the captain to parade his wife in front of common seamen? No, sir, but they wonder... Wonder what? Some say she's a witch, and she's ugly as sin, and some say she's sick of the smallpox. The smallpox? It's aboard, sir, I'm feared. Now you do allow me. i best have a look at it. If he has it, he has it. I'll put him in the lazarette so I don't spread. The first thing is the mutiny, sir. That has to be stopped. It has to begin first. It'll begin unless the captain puts about. Uh, you know how much chance there is of that. You of all people. Yes, I've sailed with that captain before. I always found him a hard man, but a fair man. Not this voyage. Something happened when he brought his wife aboard. He's not the same man. I think the captain means to kill every one. As he did the owner, and Rogers and Briggs. I and even Paget and Breen And we're blown out of the rigging. Perhaps, sir. Uh, perhaps the captain shook him loose by laughing. Why dear, I think you're
3: the one whose brains are scrambled. And then were lost overboard.
4: And the two passengers and brings. Rogers fell over. Obviously drunk. A wife took the other two. Then why is there not one mention of any of them being lost in the ship's log? That's kept in the captain's hand. How could you know that? He was writing in it. Here in the saloon last night, I was clearing the table. He left to get fresh ink and I looked at it
3: you can read?
4: <laughs> In 60 years at sea, a man has a lot of time on his hands. I taught myself long ago. You're... You're sure of what you say? On my oath, sir. And by God, we'd better turn back. Now! not risk my
3: neck to the hangman's loose by mutiny. Maybe...
4: Maybe if you was to speak to the captain's lady, she's the only one to influence him. By damn you're right, Whitey. Look, go hold off
3: the crew till I see if the lady will come to our help.
4: Aye, aye, Mr. Peabody.
3: Mistress Adams? Mistress Adams? It is Mr. Peabody, first mate under the captain. Uh, can you hear me, Mistress Adams? I, I wouldn't disturb you, but the matter's urgent. Mr. Peabody, huh. may I ask what you are doing? I, uh, uh Captain, I, uh, uh, I wanted to talk to your wife. My wife is indisposed. She's a poor sailor. And these last days have worn her out. How dare you disturb her? I, uh, I felt the matter urgent. Attend me in the saloon, Mr. Peabody. First, let me see to my wife. Aye, aye, sir. Fortunately for my peace of mind and your welfare, you did not wake Mistress Adams. Now, why did you wish to see her? Well, I, uh... I didn't think you'd be willing to bring the ship about and head for home. You're quite correct. I would not. Uh, feeling sure of that, I, uh, I hope to enlist Mistress Adam's aid and persuade you to change your mind. That was the only reason you chose to disobey my orders? That no one, no one was to approach my wife? And what other reasons? What other, Indeed. Why would you be so anxious to turn for home, Mr. Peabody? Because otherwise you face a mutiny, Captain. Mutiny? (laughs) Ha, ha! Aye, damn! I could ask for nothing better than to cut down some of the forward scum. If I didn't wear my pistols at all times, I'd have a knife between my ribs before this. Mutiny, eh? And if they do... Where do you stand, Mister Mate? I'm an officer, sir, but I'm armed. We'll remedy that. Fetch the second mate while I break out the arms. Then we'll muster the crew on deck and have this out. Aye, aye sir. Well, what about the boatswain, Mister Dawson? No, I won't put firearms in his hands. The three of us can stand them off. turn back, turn back, back. turn back for a pack of lily-livered swine I'll see us on the bottom first oh, right. now hark no to what I tell you this voyage can make us all rich no owners split now the profits are all ours sail on with me to Africa and we'll all reap our reward By deep six in Davy Jones' locker. you are speak so say rare. yourself Mr. Christophson or all. Or for both. This ship is cursed. Turn back and we'll make you, Captain. you question my orders? I say to hell with your orders. Mr. Peabody, sir, you know what's happening aboard this ship. We'll sail under you. Will you stand by us, sir? Well, Mr. Peabody, where do you stand? You say where my pistol is aimed, Captain? At me. I suspected something like this when I found you below at my cabin. What would you do now? I'll ask for your pistol, sir. I'm taking over the ship. But I guarantee you safe conduct home. And my wife. Your wife, too, of course. And if I refuse... Don't make me pull this trigger, sir. That's just what I intend to do. Don't come any closer! You fool! Do you think I'd have handed you a loaded gun, knowing what was in your mind? A punishment or mutiny is death. Well, who's next? Who else wants to go on trial? (laughs) I thought so. We'll smell the wind. The hurricane's coming back to the rigging, all of you. And reach sail or by heaven? Reef them yourself, old baldhead! Oh, We've taken God. our last order from you, you murdering devil! Go back to your cabin and tell you... Oh, I, I want you, Chris
4: Thompson! <laughs> Captain Josiah, some are armed. You should never have started this.
3: <laughs> never started it. It's just what I want. I want to be rid of you scum. Now I have my chance. Turn back to where I will lose forever. Never! Never! Uh, not a puff of air, Whitey. Oh. In the wake of the storm, will lie here wallowing in the doldrums
4: for God knows how long. It's as well, sir... Uh, there's scarcely enough men left to sail the ship. Well, what there is is dog tired and half alive. How many left? Uh, Timmins died this morning. Four killed in a mutiny. One more lost overboard. And Rudge, who died in a fall from the crow's nest. That leaves five, sir.
3: are right, they counting
4: you, Whitey? you are counting me... Five of you still between us. We're woeful shorthanded, sir. Uh, yes. I have a mess cooking for the crew. Can I set them down to eat? Huh?
3: Eat? Oh, yes, yes,
4: of course. We must all eat. But first,
3: serve all hands a double ration of grog. Huh? Including yourself. <laughs> I'll put a cask of rum out in the saloon. Why, oh, sir. Before you serve the crew, though... Set the table in the saloon. You sir. For six. For six, Captain? Certainly. The passengers, the two mates, myself and my wife. Oh, at last, my darling. I can bring you to the table as befits a captain's wife. For they're all dead. We have nothing to fear from them anymore. Only five left. And they'll be gone soon, Annabella. You understand, don't you? It's all to keep you. To hold them from taking you from me, beloved. To hold you forever.
2: Josiah?
3: And what are you doing on deck?
2: I'm looking for someone I once knew. Who? Josiah Adams.
3: You? But I'm here, Annabella. Here.
2: If only you were. The Josiah I knew. I still am. With the blood of all those men you killed on your hands.
3: I stood between us. And
2: the ones that were left, whose drinks you poisoned, who are dying now.
3: I had to kill them so we could be together always. Don't
2: you see? That's what's tearing us apart.
3: What were any of them worth to deserve to live? Blackbirders and thieves, riffraff and murderers. They stand between us no longer.
2: Only one thing stands between us, Josiah. Why are you too blind to see?
3: No, Anne. No, I took you from America with me. We can be safe on the other side of the world... I can sail the longboat, just the two of us across the seas. We can scuttle the ship. And even if she were raised, no one would know her secrets. I've kept the log as though the voyage was calm and uneventful. Let them find the ship. We'll be gone. Tonight, at last, you can dine at the captain's table, as you always should have. Then we'll sail
2: away. No, Josiah. Search your heart. And you know it can never be. It's all a dream.
4: It's all a dream. Never. Never. Never.
3: Hannah, speak to me. Answer me.
4: Oh, Laura, Captain. All for her <laughs> Don't be afraid I'm still alive But not for long I thought you were A ghost <laughs> No Only one ghost Sailed with this ship be Quiet You can't scare me anymore Captain I'm dying But your wife What about my wife? She's dead Captain No She always has been Long before we ever sailed. No. Yes. Killed when the Indians got you. Dead for over two years. No. It had to be, Captain. It had to be. There's nobody in your cabin. Never asked me. Don't you think I didn't know?
3: Didn't I see her die before my eyes? But I cheated death. And I cheated him of her. I took her away with me to this ship. I had to keep her alive. I had to.
4: You had to kill all of us to do it. Because all of us, alive, were proof that she wasn't. It had to be. You're alone at last. Or will be. All of us the dead, save me. I'm
3: almost gone. I'll be alone at last. And I can bring her to my table like the lady she is.
4: The table is set for six. But there'll be only one of you there, Captain. (laughs) Or five. The dead don't mix with the living. There's only one way to find your wife again. Only... One way mm. the last of them. Annabella,
3: we're free. Annabella. Where are you? Annabella Anna, come to me. Annabella. Uh, Annabella. I know you died long ago in America. But you lived on in my mind. In my heart and in my blood I thought if I took you with me to the sea Away from the land where I dug your grave You could still live and breathe for me alone There's only one way to find you at last Oh, Annabella, forgive me, love For all that I've done I'm coming home to you
0: 19 men sailed with the Annabella, and 19 men went to the bottom of the sea. The ship weathered all the storms, but then a ship is a woman, which only goes to prove that on land or sea, the ladies have the better instinct for survival. I'll be back shortly. Somewhere in the green depths, I wonder if the captain sits presiding at his table. But if he does, there's at least one empty seat. For Mistress Annabella died on land. She'll never come back to the sea, or him. Which seems fair enough, wouldn't you say? He didn't exactly deserve a happy ending. Our cast included George Matthews, Brett Morrison, Marion Seldes, Leon Janney, and William Redfield. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Now, a preview of our next tale. Lightning strikes again.
3: I never dreamed it would, did you? Well, it's a slightly different bolt of lightning this time.
0: Not the devil. The white goddess, I believe the notice said. I copied it down. On February 8th, at six o'clock in the evening, the white goddess will run naked through the members' lounge. Naked, eh? Cudworth, just
3: who is the white goddess? Daughter of Astarte, I believe. And, um, just who is Astarte? i sorry not to be up on these things, but... <laughs> I believe Astarte is the goddess of fertility and, uh, sexual love. Don't say. You don't believe she'll run naked across the members' lounge, do you? I didn't believe
0: the devil would come down the chimney. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by new sugar-free diet 7...
1: 7- in business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and and there's a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss.